Welcome to the Secrets Women Keep podcast. I am your secret keeper and confidant, Lauren White. I'm a qualified counsellor and sexologist, facilitator of all things turn on, author of permission, and a witty, highly intuitive lounge room dancing introvert. I help you as an exceptional woman in entrepreneurship to see, love, and trust all the parts of yourself, especially the unseen. Let's pull back the curtain, light the candelabra, and lift the veil. These are the secrets women keep. Hello, and welcome to the secrets women keep. I am your host and confidant, Lauren White, and today we have a very attuned guest. Her name is Cynthia Liu. Cynthia Liu is the beauty alchemist, specializing in awakening the unique beauty imprint that lies within each of us so that it may express physically through the body and etherally through the essence. She architects world-class expressions of artistic and aesthetic beauty and pristine functionality to reveal the most enchanting layers of your most beautiful beautiful self. She's the founder of Cynthia Lou Skincare, an inventor of fresh protocols that activate the growth of skin, hair, and tissues so that every person can look their best self, even if they think it's too late. She steps beyond the obvious, taps into growth and renewal cycles, and harmonizes even the most extreme internal wars by leveraging physical, mental, emotional, and energetic tools and protocols. Oh, this is speaking my language. Cynthia specializes in working with public-facing leaders, A-list actors, and performers whose livelihood depend on their looks. As a result, her clients are able to stand firm in conviction clarity and power even in the most high stress high pressure situations so that they can ascend above the noise on their truest values this is setting my soul on fire Cynthia (laughs) welcome to the podcast hi thank you for having me (laughs) oh it it was easy you you literally Cynthia and I to give a little bit of background we're in the same um, mentorship group uh, laws of luxury, um, iconic, and um, and we were in um, we we're in on a call one day, and Cynthia found out I had a podcast, and she said, "Can I be on?" I was like, "Yes, <laughs> it's like an easy yes, like, yes, yes." Um, let's become friends on Facebook, and oh Cynthia, yeah, <laughs> Cynthia did a post which I'm going to reference later, but she did a post recently, and I just went, "Whoa, I have." to know more like my curiosity was totally picked I was like tell me the secrets and I was like I'll get on the podcast and then I can ask her the secrets here we go, <laughs> here we go. yeah it was an instant magnetism when we met each other so it was, it was, really, it was really exciting to yeah out and yeah, yeah. more about your world as well it's, it's been really um expanding for me Yes, yes, I love that. And I this is what I value most about entrepreneurship is those connections and when I just get feelings about people and it feels like from what you're saying that you do too and I just know, I just go, "Oh, easy. It just feels easy straight away. It doesn't feel like I don't know, it doesn't feel desperate. I'm not clamoring for them. They're not clamoring for me. It's just there's an ease there and there's a there's an alignment and a level 
like an unspoken level where we're just meeting wherever we're at right now. And granted, entrepreneurship, it might not stay that way forever, but that's part of the journey. You just you meet people um, in certain phases and you have fun. Yeah, yeah. It's all about the cycles too, just like our bodies and our, our lives and our businesses. Everything is just cycles. Mm. Oh, agreed, agreed. And people forget that. They forget they can fall into this trap of thinking relationships need to be forever. Relationships should be hard work. You should still be friends with people from high school and you should blah, blah, blah. And so pushing, forcing energy, which as listeners are going to hear uh, what the opposite of that is in today's episode, it is not magnetic, like forcing relationships, forcing connections, for like coming at it from a place of desperation or having to make it work is just um is you're gonna yeah you're gonna be left as the hungry ghost I call it like just not ever feeling fulfilled and satisfied mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah mm. what just on the note of cycles I love talking about cycles mm-hmm. um <laughs> being a sexologist for so long I needed to know a lot about cycles <laughs> just wondering how do cycles flow into your personal and professional life how do you use cycles to empower your vision and your mission well this came to me um a little bit it's like a hard earned lesson (laughs) because uh, for so long, I just thought that entrepreneurship and business building was about that very masculine, go all the time, hustle Mm -hmm. mentality. Mm -hmm. And, And I finally just realized because I was starting to burn out that like there has to be something else. And I was actually forced to take some breaks. I was in a, an accident recently and I took a break there and I just realized, oh, this is, um, it's really beneficial. And when it comes to the point where like um, the universe is giving you accidents and things, it's like, okay, you needed to take a break a little while ago. Um, and I can talk a little bit about that. But um, really, I started to figure this out, I think, um, just a couple of years ago. I I knew that I, I had hints of it early on in my career that I was, you know, sometimes I would travel somewhere to go cover a story. Uh, I was a journalist for a while. I would travel somewhere to cover a story and then there was nothing. So I just literally had to sit and wait for something. Mm. And that waiting, like had me stop, enjoy the scenery and enjoy this amazing new place that I was in because there was, there was nothing to do. And then when, when activity happened, I was fresh, I was ready, I could act on it. And I've had some of the most creative cycles from there. And so I remembered that as I was coming into some more recent journeys of my own. And I just realized that, um, that when I consciously listened, when I cleared enough of my, um, of that momentum, that like, that like anxiety that wanted to work and work, when I finally got that handled, I was able to allow myself to rest. Mm. And when I rested, I would come back with all these ideas. I came back fresh and it's actually, my message is more potent now. It's clearer. I know who I'm working with. Mm -hmm. 
just, it works so much better. My, my site, I'm happier. It just, everything works so much better when I learned to take those breaks. Mm. As taking breaks, let's talk about that. I am not going to pretend (laughs) or lie to anyone. I am not great at it because my, I'm very, I'm very motivated. I'm very driven. I love creating. I love generating. It's all like embedded in um, personality profiles and all of that. (laughs) Um, But like at like resting, taking breaks, was there any internal struggle about that before, like when you first really started allowing yourself to do it or was it, was it relatively easeful for you? Oh, no, it was not easeful at all. <laughs> there was a lot of judgment and mm-hmm. being lazy or like, missing opportunities and <laughs> that one I'm not a I'm not a real entrepreneur if I'm not like Gary Veeing it and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just but if you also um in my opinion like that that hustle got him a certain way but if we look at his physical body it's not it's it, appearance wise anyways and I believe that um, our appearance is a reflection of our wellness in total yes when we look healthy and vibrant on the outside it reflects what's going on on the inside too so with all due respect like I've seen Gary V in the last 10 years like really look quite different and it I feel that the toll of that hustle culture is is it takes a toll. And, you know, I'm not saying it's right or wrong for anyone. Everyone's got to find their own path, mm-hmm. their own way of moving. But I know for myself that it it works best when I allow myself to work in cycles. So a lot of what I did when I encountered that negative self-talk, um, you know, I, I did some energy work around it and I found that that helped me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a I'm a trained and certified in intuitive healing. And so I would I would do my energy work on myself, but then I noticed that it would stay for a little bit, but it would um it would be easily um like blown away. Like it was very ethereal, this like mm. balanced state of energy. And then when I added to it another layer of it, which is emotional resolution. I was able to calm my emotional state and the body sensations and just the way my body um, can hold a stability. And from this calm emotional state, then any energy work that I did would stay. And so that's what helped me to tune back into myself and my own body cycles. It's Mm -hmm. what helped me also to let go of those judgments. So the emotional triggers of like whatever it was would come up. And I could resolve that. Mm. And once that was resolved, it's like those thoughts don't come anymore. So then a greater allowance happened. Oh, I love that. And what's the connection? I love talking about allowing. So maybe we could do the mm-hmm. secrets of allowing another, <laughs> another uh-huh. episode. But um, just to stay on track with your the theme of your episode and what you've just said, what does rest and allowing yourself to rest have to do with magnetic attunement? Ooh, so there's like um, 
like mag- magnetism comes when we're like totally aligned and we are um, still and true to ourselves. When we're anxious, when we're not feeling our best selves, when we might feel because we're our body and physical sensations are accustomed to a certain level of stress that feels normal to us, mm-hmm. but it's not actually our most expressive and expansive self. So the way it tunes into magnetism, the way that aligns with magnetism is that when I take, when I'm able to take a break and come back totally filled up, like rest, eating well, creative time, like communing with nature, the things that fill me up, then uh, I'm able to be much more calm and it allows people to come towards me rather than that pushing energy of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And this is how I work with my clients too. Like we just, we just help to tune their magnetic field and just different aspects of it. So I, I do have like a four pillars that I look at when I attune someone's magnetic field and yeah, we just apply all the different aspects of that. Oh, yum. Okay. This is like eating honey straight out of the jar. Um, okay. <laughs> is there any way you can share with us what those four pillars are or can you speak to them any further or is it a secret? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, absolutely. I love to, I love to share about them. Uh, so the first one is magnetic physical appearance. So I work with people to, you know, as a skincare formulator and a skincare coach, I know that uh, I know what makes for a healthy visage. And, and that's mm-hmm. translated to um, the skin, hair, body, like what, what has somebody look like very well-groomed and glowing. And it's not a vanity thing and it's not a trick thing. Mm-hmm. It is really about like your healthy vitality from the outside in. You know, we often talk about going from the inside out, which is which is lovely, of course, but I find that a lot of spirit-based entrepreneurs, a lot of like introverts even, like we work so hard and experts, we work so much on the internal and the knowledge. We often forget about the outside, but if you think about it, every reflective surface, like windows, mirrors, car doors, we see ourselves. And if that image that we're seeing isn't isn't pleasing even to ourselves that affects us so Mm. so so this is like um it it is it's outside in but it also absolutely um uh applies to how magnetic we are if we feel good about how we look and and so i work with the the physical appearance that's the first pillar the second pillar is emotional congruence and i mentioned that earlier like uh, we can build all the things that we want to build through force, <laughs> but if we're not emotionally congruent to what we want to create, um, it causes stress within the body. So we'll, we'll be more tired. Um, there'll be, we'll hear somebody speaking and it's not congruent with something, but we might not be able to describe like, why don't I like hearing what she's saying? And that's about the emotional congruence to what we're talking about and and what we stand for. So being really emotionally aligned and having a calm foundation um, from which to grow. Uh, The third pillar is the star aura. And that is Mm -hmm. about having 
Um, it extends the physical appearance from just like your person, like your body, your skin, your hair, your eyes, the shine of your eyes, to like the clothing you wear, the colors you surround yourself with, like your environments for, for Zoom even, or, you know, the quality of how you take care of your car. So it, it like extends to that and it's an energetic extension as well. So we work on a little bit of energetic fields too. Um, because that matters. If you see like a star is a star is a star. You could take Rihanna and stick her in some weird alley in, in LA and she'll be standing next to trash cans or whatever, but she's the star. Undeniable. Iconic. It'd be the most iconic photo shoot ever. Yes, exactly. And it doesn't matter. Like a star you can take and put into a sea, like a huge crowded room and the star will always stand out because they're aligned and they just have a certain, and it's not about looking the best Mm. necessarily. It's about being really congruent. And so that's what the star aura is about. And then the final final piece is about aligned motion. So how do you move in your body? Are you like from head to toe, are you fully engaged? You know, we've sometimes meet people like who are speaking in a YouTube video and, you know, they're engaged from like their shoulders to their head. You know, it's a very Mm -hmm. cerebral engagement and that's cool. That's one level of connection, but to have aligned motion and to be congruent in your full body, head to toe, that's what that's about. And then also taking this physical body we live in, this physical body that's rested and fulfilled and happy and the actions you take, are you taking actions that are in alignment with who you say you are and where you want to go. So that those are the four pillars. That's what I look at to activate someone's magnetic field. Wow. And hearing you speak into all of them, you can see how they all influence each other and how they're all required. If you take one of those pillars away, then yeah. it's then the whole picture isn't going to be congruent. And that's what, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's what you need for that magnetic achievement. So Wow, that is so powerful. I'm lapping this up. I'm like, (laughs) nom, 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 nom. So can I ask, do you mostly do that magnetic attunement work with men or do you work with women as well? I do work with men and women. Um, But I, um, I do have a program out called Handsome Man because I wanted to uh, make a call out to gentlemen who wanted to upgrade themselves. Maybe they've gone through some transition mm. or they're, they're growing, growing, but you know, they've neglected themselves in some way and they want to take it to the next level of visibility or just make a shift. And I wanted to welcome men to this process. I think women are a little bit more attuned to it, to like mm-hmm. um, magnetism, but mm-hmm. I definitely, work with both men and women. Um, I just, again, I work in seasons (laughs) and I wanted to have a seasons of working with men. And actually in uh, a few months, I'm launching a program for women and leaders. So that's going to be a more open program. Yes. I I like to work in seasons even as well. Yeah. 
Yeah, I re- I completely respect that. You can't force yourself. You can't force. It feels like this is the one of the running themes of today's talk, but you can't force a program out or pump a program out just because you think you should and because there's a need out there right now. Uh, yeah. In terms of, you know, the type of work that we both do talking and facilitating people's um, energetic revolutions and, um, you know, evolution, you can't force. So I respect that 100% that this is what you're hearing right now is this is where the work needs to be and it needs that attention and that refinement and you're in total trust with that. So well done. Every business owner with a service-based business, um, I can't speak into products just because it's nowhere near my expertise, but I do know a lot about service-based business and being the authority in your service-based business and that's you being the authority and that's you being magnetically attuned. You're walking the walk and talking the talk. Yeah. <laughs> um, because most of my listeners are women and all of my clients are women, could you give us your take, Cynthia, on what's preventative to women being in their magnetic attunement? And is it different for women and men? Like, the, Do you feel like there are different things that hold men and women back from being in their magnetism? Oh, definitely. I think with women a lot, um, I I navigate a lot of like self-image. Um, issue, I don't want to call them issues, but like they, they can become issues, just distortions in our self-image, mm-hmm. what I'll call them. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we, we do get pressured in a certain way and, and finding that balance of, well, if I look good, is that just me falling prey to society wanting me to look a certain way? Or do I genuinely want to feel better? And, you know, as somebody personally, I've dealt with um, uh, eating disorders in the past, and that was uh, quite a journey for me. So in working with women, I, I find that we're taught to be at war with ourselves and our bodies. Like, Mm. bomb the skin with acid so that you reveal mm. reveal the fresh stuff like what's there is bad and that's not the case at all mm. like what you're, if your skin is dry or if you're starting to like see some wrinkles or some spots or whatever it's just your skin talking to you it's not good or bad it's just about like hey she says she needs some water <laughs> and so so one of one of the things I love doing is just getting women uh, and men, of course, like but back in alignment with their bodies. That includes, you know, any weight uh, management as well. We're often taught to like fight against our bodies, like control the calories and do a certain number of exor- amount of exercise, and that has a place. But you can actually get in communication with your body. And no, like, actually, she's a little tired now. Um, mm. rest. And like, okay, now push. Like, so it's it's a really, again, beautiful cycle of getting women back in tune with bodies and, and what the body is wanting to communicate with us. So as far as a, a misinformation, yeah, I think we're, we're taught to be at war with ourselves. And there's a much better way to be, like, in communication and in love with ourselves and our bodies, being on the same team as our body. 
Yeah. 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 I, I agree with that. We like our body is our ally. It is our ally. And I, the reframe that you gave before about the skin is 101% bang on because it's all information. It's just information. It's not necessarily information for you to judge. It's just inform is when you break it down and you make it neutral, it's information for you. Okay. This is a signal that this is happening. What can I do to course correct? What can I do to come back into my body? What can I do to show my body that I'm listening rather than saying, well, I'm going to punish you by doing this chemical acid peel and like ripping the life out of you or whatever it is. It's just, yeah. How can you, how can you tune in? And it feels this is, in essence, a continuation of what we spoke about, about cycles. You will go through cycles with your body and your energy, and it's about listening and tuning and honouring the responses it gives you rather than um, telling it what it's going to do. Yeah, yeah. You must deal with this a lot, like in working with, or do you? Yep. Just- yep, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely work uh, one of the underlying themes is moving out of force and pushing and into a sense of tuning in, to use the term of the episode, attunement to what your body, what your body needs, what your spirit needs, what your intuition would like to do rather than going into head override and saying, but like, this is what I should do. This is what I'm teaching women in business and in their personal lives and in the bedroom. What, like, what's the first feeling and what, what really beautiful lines of self-inquiry can you, can you bring in, in order to find your genuine answer rather than like subscribing to the conditioning, the rules in inverted quotes, the like, yeah, and all the lies that are out there. Yeah, <laughs> all the lies that are out there about appearance and success, and it's just there's so much bullshit out there. So we strip all that back um, because the only thing mm-hmm. you can control, if you if we want to talk control, is or the only degree of influence we have in our lives is over what's going on in here and how we respond to that. That's my take on things. We can't control another person, (laughs) can't control an organization. We can influence and we can speak up. We cannot control. So Mm -hmm. if we want control um, or a sense of self-agency, it comes back to us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm so with you right there. Yeah, and another piece, uh, something that you've mentioned that made me think of, um, like what society thinks or wants or what we should, it's, it's also giving women especially the permission to shine mm-hmm. because uh, oftentimes we're not it's like we we could shine so much but not much more than that yes. otherwise it's arrogant yeah it's like no 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 you can act like no go go do you like and really shine so that's a part of my work too and that's special to women men tend to have that a little bit more easily mm-hmm. <laughs> but women definitely it's like hey no let's let's shine ladies Mm. Yeah. Agree. That's a big thing in Australia. We have something called, I don't know if you've heard of it over in the States, but we've got something called tall poppy syndrome. And essentially what that means is if you're looking at a field of poppies, don't be the one, like don't, don't you dare be the one that rises above the other poppies. Like don't like 
do not do it because you will face the consequences and you'll be ostracized from being the one that's perceived as arrogant. Um, it's a really tall poppy is made is way more that that phrase is way more targeted at women than it ever is at men. Um, this is yeah where I live, but it's a thing. I can see women out there actively trying to dismantle it, but it is still a thing. It's like shine, don't shine too bright. Be um, exceptional, but don't be too much. And it's like, well, what is too much? What is like, where where are all these? Who's got the rule book for all of this? Where are all of the? Where are, like, where can I look up what too much is? <laughs> so um, I agree, and I just think the only way that we can change that narrative is by every day dropping into ourselves, deciding who we want to be, being congruent with that, like not trying to do the too much thing because you're trying to prove something or you're trying to be wild or you're trying to be like really differentiate yourself. Like the intention has to be so pure and so um, so personal and so individualised. But if you do that, if every woman did that every day with total congruence and authenticity and alignment, um, and we all celebrated everyone for that, the like things would really start to change. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and it's, again, it goes back to that can't force the anything. It's about allowing and uh, expanding that truth of mm. our, yeah, mm-hmm. shine our star power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, shine bright and shine bright in your own way with, you know, complete assurance of who you are and what you stand for. And one day if you wake up and you don't want to shine bright, rest. <laughs> rest yeah. so that when you come back, you can shine you can shine bright, you can shine brighter. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Cynthia, I would love to know, on a personal note, can you share with us, uh, I was like, I've got to get a bit personal now. Um, I would like to get personal now. Some of the ways your, some of the ways your magnetic attunement has been tested and what you did to come back to it. We've talked about the rest piece. Is there any, what have you done for yourself when you're like, I'm just not feeling my magnetism right now, or I'm I'm noticing I'm going into desperation and force and ah yes this happened this this happened I'm constantly calibrating my magnetism because mm. I feel that this it's an upward spiral. And so the clearer I get on who I am, the more magnetic I can be, if you will. Um, to what I'm going for. It also means I'm taking more risks. Mm-hmm. And that does, that doesn't mean that they all pan out. But I oftentimes taking a risk for something means uh, stretching. And so there's like a level of good stretching. And then there's a level of, okay, I've learned uh, everything that I meant to learn from this experience and I can move on. Mm. So when, so often when I step into a new challenge, um, I, yeah, often when I step into a new challenge, it's because um, we have magnetized 
uh, I've magnetized this situation into my life Mm -hmm. and I've become magnetic to this. And again, when it runs its course, um, and it's no longer magnetic, (laughs) I, I can start to see the signs of, oh, I'm more tired than I should be. I'm not Mm. thinking clearly. Um, I'm the, the old self doubt is starting to come back and I'm like, oh, okay. Something's not aligned. And, and, and with all of those things, it's like my magnetism dims. And then I start to like (laughs) try harder. And then that, so it, it can become like this, um, like, oh, okay. So that's like a fall from grace, (laughs) if you will. And it just often what I'll do is go back to in as much as I can, you know, the rest period, maybe Mm -hmm. it's a day, maybe it's an evening, maybe it's a weekend and really tune in, like go. I really find that I can clear myself out by, you know, going for a long hike in nature. I love the mountains so I'll get out for a hike and uh, get some great sleep. And then I know like, okay, I know what my next step is. I'm complete with this. Mm. So I must complete this cycle. It may be longer, shorter than I expected, but this is what I need to do. And then I just go back and uh, attune my four pillars as usual. And then, uh, and then I come back and I'm ready for the next phase. What I appreciate about what you're saying right now is you're showing us, again, the importance of cycles and tuning into when the energy runs dry. It, it happens. Um, and I, I'm making an assumption, um, but please clarify, clarify if I'm wrong. Um, when I was listening, I was thinking about, oh, relationships, places where you live, what you do in your work, um, even what type of movement you do. Like I did something, a type of movement for six months and then I just knew I was done. Like I was just like, okay, that was interesting. I'm done. It's not my, It's not pulling me, like I'm not going to just keep going for the sake of, oh, but I should do a year. Like it's just it's tuning in on an ongoing basis, allowing yourself to be stretched, not completely stressed, (laughs) but stretched and meeting those edges because that's what makes life interesting and exciting. And, you know, we get to see our evolution that way, but also just knowing when the energy runs dry and that's okay. And that you can change your focus. I feel like some women just don't get Again, what we said at the beginning of the episode, not everything is forever. That's okay. You're not meant to do, maybe you're not meant to run handsome man for like the rest of your career. That's okay. But it's alive right now. It's alive, right? It's a living, breathing thing right now that wants to be out there. And then you'll just know Mm -hmm. when it feels like it's time to close it. And that's, I just feel that flexibility is what makes a very interesting life. And it's when people don't get that you can be flexible with more than you think you can, that life feels very rigid and limiting and you keep getting what you always got. Yeah, 100%, 100%. All those things that you said, like relationships, um, opportunities, Mm. physical movement where Mm. I live, like all of those things, I I have shifted those time and time again. And I am getting much more comfortable finally with those turnover cycles. And mm. I, that's the key 
into it. Like I can really dance in those cycles now, whereas before I really would overstay my visit and you know, thinking duty or loyalty, because those are like great qualities, but yes. they're not necessarily like, what was I being loyal to? Not my intuition. I was to a societal yes. construct. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. you just, yeah, you nailed it. I wasn't getting, it. yeah, it wasn't all coming through. That's it. That's it. It's this yeah. duty, like feeling obligated to stick with things out of duty and loyalty because we've held those, those, qualities traits so yeah. high and it's like but that force like pushing through something because you think you should still be engaged with it or connected to someone or that's like you said that's not loyalty because you're not being loyal to yourself yeah exactly <laughs> and I will say it's like magnetism is about like shining from inside out so that is crucial that like being loyal to ourselves first you know, taking care of ourselves—that that, the standard, you know, airplane mask that falls, you go put on yourself first. I know it's kind of cliche, but it's really so true, and it's absolutely true when it comes to the potency of our magnetism. Like yeah. a woman who is aligned and a woman who is connected and knows, like what's right for her, that is a powerful woman. <laughs> yes, yeah, it is, and you can't <laughs> help but ask, what is that secret sauce? Like, what is like? You can't help but want to have a taste of whatever it is, like whatever it is, whatever elixir it is that's coursing through her veins. You want some for yourself, and I feel like in today's episode, you've given our listeners a lot of insight into what those things are. Cynthia, do you feel like there's anything that we've um we've missed? We've spoken into the physical, we've spoken into the energetic. I mean, I feel like we've covered um exceptional ground. But is there anything <laughs> that you would say to listeners that you feel is like a real key takeaway with um how for how they can tap into their magnetic attunement? I would say um just be compassionate with yourself through the journey, like as through any journey with yourself that you're going through, like life is this um, expression of our consciousness. And so just, you know, the things that we're in front of right now, everything's perfect, even if it might not feel like it, but just having compassion as you're growing through things is really important. Mm, I would never think to talk, to pair up, magnetism and compassion I don't think I've ever put those two concepts together in my in my mind or in my soul so thank you what what do you how do you think compassion fortifies magnetism well how I've seen it is that when when we're compassionate with ourselves and um we're able to like release the anxiety, stress, and judgment that comes with things. Like a lot of times, especially in this modern world, that uh, anxiety and stress can be um, motivating factors. And I, I often work with clients a lot in this mm -hmm. because it's their motivation to like push for the standard of whether it be perfection or excellence, it's still a pushing. And if you're just kind of more compact, because we, we're afraid uh, especially type A's, recovering type A's are afraid if they take that gas pedal off the pressure, quality degrades. And that's not true. Like you, you just, 
It is a learning experience as you strengthen the new muscles of being self-compassionate. But somebody who is calm and unmessable with, that is a magnetic person. Mm -hmm. This person who is calm and trusts in themselves and knows what they're up to can speak their truth, can stand in their alignment no matter what's going on around them. And that is so magnetic. It is. And I think that is just the most magnetic note to end our discussion on. I feel like <laughs> that's what magnetism does. It goes full stop. <laughs> I'm not going to keep going to add value. I feel like what you just said was so powerful and I'm just beyond excited that um, women get to be activated from your presence and your words today, Cynthia. So thank you so much for being on the podcast and talking all things magnetic attunement. Now, we will put this in the show notes, but can you tell listeners where we can find you and be magnetized to your work? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, you can find me at uh, CynthiaLu.com and you can find me on Instagram at Cynthia Lou underscore mm-hmm. and you can check out energyglowup.com for a, a program that I had offered but I'm available online there <laughs> yes yes thank you so much and um, thank you so much for bringing all of your magnetic self today uh, thank you for having me <laughs>